This program was recorded at Sun Bear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Good morning, Northeast Mississippi travelers. This is Heather with Talk Travel with Heather Tate, and I'm excited to share my adventures and expert tips with you, whether you are also a seasoned traveler, a hopeful traveler, or currently an armchair traveler. I asked my special guest, who was with us a few weeks ago, London, my 10-year-old son, to join us again for today because he is actually my aviator expert. Right now, his dream is to be, for his major, is to be an aeronautical engineer. And one day, I would not be surprised if he owned his own airline or even expanded his own airport. That's something that he is fascinated with and loves so much. He has had a lot of flying experience. So since today, our topic is flying with kids, I thought you'd also like to hear a kid's perspective. Some tips from a kid to kids if you're looking at flying with your children for the first time. Or some of these tips can be great for any first-time flyer, no matter what your age is. But I have him with me, and I'm going to ask him some questions throughout. For some people, the only thing more terrifying than flying is flying with kids, (laughs) especially if they're your children and you're responsible for them. I have flown with my boys since they were both a year old or my youngest even, even under a year. And let me tell you, you need to do some preparation for that. And so that's one thing that we're going to talk about. Some tips uh, for you for flying with kids. Why would you do it? And how can you make it more doable for you? For one, there's some cost breaks for flying with children. If they are under two years old and they are going to sit in your lap, they're going to be an infant in arms, they are free for domestic flights. And if it's international, you only pay like 10% taxes. London, how many times have you flown now? I have been on 19 round-trip flights, and some have had layovers, so I've been on a lot of planes. You have been on a lot of planes. And where all have you flown to? Just name a few places that you've flown to. I've been to Jamaica, Turks and Caicos, Arizona, California, Colorado, Rome, Venice, Amsterdam, Porto. Do you remember your very first international flight? No. It was to Paris. And you were 23 months old, so you were free. You sat in my lap the entire flight, which was about 10-hour flight. So you've done some overnight flights. You have some experience. Then you put in some put in some frequent flyer miles, oh. so that's why I'm going to to give some tips of what you do when you're flying with young children, and when they get older, they get easier. You're a great flyer, London. I get told that a lot. Your first flight was absolutely awful I for me. Mm-hmm, that's great <laughs> <laughs> because there's things that you live and you learn, right? What we didn't know for your first flight is we were nervous about if your ears were gonna pop, right? Because there's a lot of pressure when it comes to. I don't mean like pop as an explode. London looks really nervous right now. Feels like you've got like cotton balls in your ears and you need to yawn or swallow to make that popping sensation go. I mentioned yawning, now he's yawning. But what do you do with the baby or a toddler that doesn't know that you need to you need to drink something or chew gum that can help with your ears popping? So we were nervous. Your first flight was a four-hour flight to California. You flew to San Diego for your very first flight and you had never had any type of Benadryl at that point because you were 13 months old and we got a lot of advice that recommended that that might help soothe you, calm you down, make it to where it was going to be easier and you weren't going to be nervous. And also that would help with 
any trouble that you might have with your ears. Well, here's our mistake. You never had Benadryl. And even though for some children, Benadryl can help soothe and calm, there's a small population that it has the reverse effect, and that was you. So we decided after that that we would no longer give you any type of medication getting on a plane. We would need to medicate ourselves instead and not you. Just partially joking about that, for real. But we found out that you were a great flyer and that you can amuse yourself as a baby by simply looking out the window and having snacks. So we learned that you needed to take snacks with you. Now, if you have ever flown before, you know that there is a liquid restriction. But what you might not know, if you're traveling with babies for the first time and toddlers, that does not apply to babies and toddlers. So you can have any type of liquids formula or milk for babies and the liquid restriction does not apply for them. What is one of your favorite thing to bring with you on a plane? Now, London. I, I, I always carry a carry-on backpack. So, you know, you just never know what the snacks are going to be. So I always carry a few extra snacks. Maybe a few, like, toy cars or I'm a huge model plane collector so I might carry a model plane and activity books and also earphones because they do, or on longer flights, they do have seat and belt TVs and they hand out earpods but those will hurt your ears after a while. That's true. So you can have the ones that you just, the earphones you just put in your ears, but those are not comfortable, especially for young children. When we traveled last time with Christian, he did not have the headset that you put, the earphones that go over your head, and he was not comfortable at all with his earphones. So that's something, you can get those at Five Below, a pair for $5 that you can take with you. And letting your child have their own carry-on backpack that they're responsible for with their activities can be a game changer because you want to be entertained. You love looking out the window, don't you? Oh, yes. The problem is, now that we have both you and Christian, what can happen with the window? We fight. They do fight over who gets the window seat. So that can be difficult because being able to look out the window can entertain children for a long time. They also have these things for babies now and toddlers that are spinners that have suction cups on them. I have clients that just went to Jamaica, their first family trip, and they have a young toddler. And they ordered those from Amazon, a pack of them, very inexpensive, and you can suction them to the windows and they can spin with them all day long. So when I share some of these tips with you, these are things that I've learned from uh, the experience of being in those trenches myself. And I also want to just throw out there, if you are not going to be traveling with children, if you don't have children, or you're not taking them on the flight with you, being gracious and kind with parents and adults that are traveling with children is something that they really do appreciate. I promise that in most cases, I know in my situation, sometimes parents are doing everything they absolutely can to entertain their children, and sometimes it's just hard. But being prepared then with those snacks, having drinks that you can take on board, once you go through security, Security, you can get any snacks you want in the airport and also any bottled drinks that you want to take on for the plane because now the snacks aren't as much as they were before, right, London? Yes, it's not a big variety. Now it's like every three and a half hour flight or less, all they have is pretzels and cookies. Right, so if you don't want pretzels and um, ginger snap sugar cookies, then you want to bring some snacks with you. If they are packaged snacks, you can even bring those from home. Another tip I would have let you know, if you're traveling internationally, you cannot bring fruit on the plane with you. Or actually, you can bring 
fruit on the plane with you, you cannot exit that plane into another country with the fruit on you. Let's talk about some other things that you can bring along with you. Some kids like to have tablets. If they are used to having tablets at home, take them on the flight with you. You can have tablets on the flight. Books, puzzles, cards. If you have puzzles, one thing that you can do is you can have a little tray for them so they don't slide off the the tray table. They will slide off. They will lose their pieces and they will get upset. You can have magic erase books, the magic water pen books where you can just put a little bit of water and you can paint, especially with small children. You can do basically like a paint by number that way. That would entertain them for a long time. Uh, What are some things to be careful about bringing? I would caution not bringing a favorite toy. I know a lot of, a lot of kids when they travel they have a favorite stuffed animal or favorite blanket. There's a danger in that being left on the plane though. So making sure that maybe it is not their most prized possession they're bringing with them could be a good idea. When flying, kids need to be wearing comfortable clothes, including shoes because you're going to be doing a lot of walking on your flight days, aren't you, London? Yes, a lot and a lot of walking. And We always let you carry your own carry-on and backpack, and you've done that since you could walk. You wanted to carry your own thing. So making sure that kids have their own small suitcase that they can take with them, not only does it help parents not have to carry in everything themselves, but it's fun for the kids. It gives them that little bit of responsibility. When kids start flying earlier, it makes them so much better travelers by the time they're older. London, as a 10-year-old, you're an old pro with this. You love to fly, and you know more about planes than I do. That's why you're my flight specialist. So what are some tips you would have maybe for a first-time flyer, especially a kid for their first flight? One thing I want to say is most kids, they think of airplanes as the last, like, thing that happens. They think that something's going to happen to them on an airplane. But when you you have that idea in your head, but when you step back and you look at it, airplanes are the safest way of transportation these days. They're safer than boats, ships, even cars. So when you're on a plane, you're safer than any other time. So that's a, a great tidbit that a lot of people don't know. What is your f- absolute favorite part of flying? When we've talked about this before, I love your response here. So my favorite part of flying is when you're on your last approach and you finally see the place that you're going to be, especially in the Caribbean. Like one of my favorite moments of those um, flights. Oh, when we're coming in and it's like, what? There's we see the ocean and we're like 100 feet above the ocean and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna crash or we're gonna crash in the ocean. But then a runway just appears at and we touch down. Um, it's just amazing getting to see all those places from above. That's great, London. Let do landings and takeoffs, especially takeoffs. Do they make you nervous anymore? Not really. But every time that I am on a plane and I or I sit there, I'm like, okay, how is this heavy piece of metal going to get off the ground? Five seconds later, we're thousands of feet in the air. If you could fly anywhere in the world next, where would you want to fly? <laughs> so I've been searching up routes in my favorite kind of airplane, and I figured out that it flies to Paris, so I want to go to Paris again. Just so you can ride on the plane. Just so I can ride on the plane. We can go there and come back and I'll be happy. Be willing to pay more to sit together. I've really enjoyed you guys tuning in this week for our Flying with Kids edition. As you can tell, my flying expert has as much to say about flying as even I do. So tune in again with us next week. And thank you so much. Happy traveling.